Hey dogs, Hebsey here, three-time DSL champion. With this year's championship right around the corner, people are asking, how'd you do it, Hebsey? How'd you reach the pinnacle three times? The answer is obvious, isn't it? It's my patented four-to-one ratio, I'll tell them. For every four DSL beers a drink, I eat one Grand Salami. The Grand Salami from Campbell's Kitchen packs generous portions of salami, cheese, and customizable toppings served on a wrap or a croissant. Salami ain't your thing? No problem. Campbell's Kitchen got you covered with a fine selection of premium sandwiches. Try the ham and cheese, go big or go ham, or the roasted chicken, the Cluck Norris. They even make you a sandwich without meat, if that can be called a sandwich. They call it the Veggie Delight. They've got something for everyone. Their sandwiches will smack you in the lips and power your hips. Get your orders in by today for the big games this weekend. Campbell's Kitchen, feeding champions since 2015. The best sandwiches available. All right, bark, bark, bark. Bark, 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 bark. We're here, the Daegu Dogs. Chris Hebs <laughs> is home somewhere, not here. It's me, Dustin Waters, a.k.a. Hot Rod. I'm here with two leagues, league legends. We have, to my right, I guess, in front, <laughs> slightly to the right, Quentin Stollery, and to my front left, Foster Chikura. Yeah. Am I saying that right? You're saying it right. All right. <clears throat> give us give us some barks, fellas. <laughs> barks? <laughs> yeah, barks like... Uh, go on, go on. You said you were practicing. I was practicing, but I wasn't satisfied with my bark. So <laughs> I you, gave up. I gave up. You want to practice some more? Roof, roof, roof. <laughs> <laughs> Good. That Seriously? <laughs> Can you top that? Can you top that? <laughs> so a wolf howl is not applicable then go for it (laughs) wolves are dogs on this podcast at least wolves are dogs you'll have to excuse the noise there's some construction going on around us but this ain't no joe rogan podcast so (laughs) we'll uh we can handle the 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 dirty version before we start we are drinking today stollery and in honor of you We are drinking beer, but we're drinking the Quentin Stollery non-alcoholic beers today. In yeah, honor he of you. So I got here a San Miguel, and you two both got, what do you got? Uh, Heineken Zero. Heineken yeah. Zero. So here we go. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <Ooh>. Oh, boy. <sighs> it's Man. That's very multi. That one's quite multi, usually. Yeah, it's like, it's almost sweet, mm. I would say. Um, Stollery, I don't know if everybody knows that you don't drink alcohol. Yeah, haven't drunk for a long time. Um, I, uh, there are a few people in the league that don't drink. Foster, do you drink alcohol? Sometimes. <clears throat> like Sometimes. last time I was. <laughs> I know that, you know, there are people around like Zach and Sarah don't drink. And that was part of Nicola's push to have the, the women's meetup be during the day mm-hmm. so that People didn't feel compelled to be, you know, hanging out drunk with each other. And um, so I think that the sober community in the DSL is definitely an unsung community. Stollery, what is it like being a sober member of the Daegu Softball League? 
it can be challenging. <laughs> Particularly certain times of the year, it can be challenging. Are there, is it, I would imagine that as the day wears on and the general vibe of the league gets drunker, it's mm-hmm. the less enjoyable to be hanging around these people? Yeah, the, uh, sometimes with the uh, double headers, it can, by the end of the day, it can be, oh. <laughs> people and, really letting you know how much they you mean to them and... Uh, not just that. Sometimes, uh, was it the? I'm trying to think, was it the last double header where Ji Young got drunk? Yeah, yeah, right. That one was painful because I had to take her home because she was, yeah, my, she was, uh, riding with me that day and Jakura actually. So that was fun for the both of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were together. I think I can sort of add to that because I don't usually. I I, I didn't used to drink, mm-hmm. but um. I, I drank, but I had uh, taken a break of sorts. Then I came to DSL and, um, well. <laughs> <laughs> Feel a little pressure? No, it's just sometimes when you have like the first game mm-hmm. and you have all the time, you start with these guys, then when something a little bit stronger, then yeah, you keep at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, the DSL and drunkenness surely go hand in hand i would say but um i i wanted to pay my respects to you stollery thank you and uh come here and out of out of solidarity drink (laughs) you know non-alcoholic beers with you for this podcast um foster let's start with you can you give us a little bit of your personal background how did you get to korea and and then how did you get into the softball league all right yeah so probably i should start with where I come from, probably mm-hmm. most people don't know. I come from a Southern African country called Zimbabwe. Uh, we are very infamous. <laughs> I've been there. You've been there, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll uh, ask about your experience later. Vic Falls. I went to Vic oh, Falls. Oh, you went to Vic <laughs> yeah. Falls. Uh, it's probably not very representative of the whole country, but yeah, you're very infamous. Mm-hmm. Um, so I. When I was in in university, there was like a Korean language program there, which I participated in, and um, well, there weren't many good people studying the, the, the doing the course, so I probably got some good marks, good grades mm-hmm. there, and uh, came in university. This university sort of scouted, and uh, they. they offered me a scholarship to come here, like um, fully paid and all of that. And I said, well. So you're here as a student right now? I'm still a student. Oh, nice. And you're studying Korean language and literature? Korean language, just Korean language and culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So How long have you been here for? So I've been here for five years now. Um, oh, I'm, wow. So are you in graduate school? Yeah, graduate school. Are you going to get, are you going to finish your studies here? And then well, what's your plan? Uh, my plan is I don't have a plan at the moment. So, <laughs> That's a fine so, plan. So, yeah, I don't have a plan. Uh, <laughs> plan to answer that phone call? <laughs> no, I'm hanging out. <laughs> this person knows that I'm doing something. Okay. I don't know. Maybe it's a bad dial or something. So then how did you find the softball league? Oh, through Quentin. Through, so, Quentin's, through Solary here? Uh, nice. Good job, oh, Solary. <laughs> when I first met, met was it uh, De Villiers? Mm-hmm. He said, I know your name. Because I had... Uh, Signed up for maybe three seasons prior, all of them. Really? But just didn't show. So he'd been saying, oh, come on. Uh, come. <laughs> it's, it's fun. 
I, I didn't want to join because I wasn't I, I I I was convinced that I was going to embarrass myself in front of everybody, like screw up so much that uh, it'll be something else. So I was reluctant about that, and he kept on saying, "Don't oh, worry, come and have fun and all of that." And actually, he taught me some before I started. Salary. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, uh, overall impressions of the league so far? Do you feel like you embarrassed yourself? Do you feel you're going to come back? I feel like I've had so much fun, and I will definitely come back. I was going through a rough, t- rough patch, mm-hmm. and uh, DSL saved me. <laughs> <laughs> Great, I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that that story, you know, I was reluctant to sign up, yeah. uh, but I said fuck it and signed up, and now I loved it. And um, going through a rough patch and DSL helped get me through it. I yeah. think you'll hear those stories oh. a lot the more you talk to other members of the league. Um, Staller, you've been around for a long time. I would be hard pressed to think of people who were around before you. They're the only one I think who's in the league still that was before us. I'm saying before us because we joined at the same time. Yeah. Uh, two, maybe. Hebsey mm-hmm. and Matty. Yeah. I think. Because De Villas was the same time as us. Kyle was the same time as us. Yeah. Yourself, myself. But just seeing people disappear all the time. Every year you're like, oh, they're going to be here forever. And, oh, we're leaving? What? <laughs> and you and I met each other years before that in the football league. We did. We used to play. You were. You were. Were you not in the flag football league? Am I misremembering that? Uh, I played the flag football, but the first time I played was. Uh, or I'm thinking of just the pickup games that we used to play down by like um, Yurha back there. No, I hadn't started playing until that season. That first season, I played with you guys. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Oh, okay. I in my mind, I have memories of you helping set up the field and taking it down. That that would have been for the first season, which was literally at the fall of the uh, softball season when we played together for the first time. Oh, okay, two thousand thirteen. Yeah. Oh, so. I would have thought that was a number of years earlier. So, how did you come to play in the DSL? Uh, I. Came from Busan, uh, was playing in playing in Busan, lost my job in Busan. I was talking to you earlier about how I came to Came Young and was like, oh my God, I've got to come to this fucking place. Yeah. Because it's fucking beautiful. <clears throat> yeah. It's fucking, it's, as you said, it's tranquil out here. It's the right amount of quiet, the right distance from town. It's great, particularly for us because we go cycling yeah. as well. Yeah. So we can just hit the trails for cycling. Um, yeah. And... Before then, when I was in Busan, they used to have an annual uh, charity tournament on one day. <laughs> so I always used to help. I always wanted to play. Then when I got a university job, I was able to play. But we always ended up on the shitty teams because kind of the thing. And then uh, before I was coming here, one of the guys on my team said there was a league in Daegu. And he actually, he's friends with John. I didn't even know he was friends with John. John... Ah, uh, oh, damn it. Uh, Steckel. John Steckel, Steckel okay. yeah. So he was a friends with Steckel. Jones, yeah, okay. Yeah, he, he's friends with Steckel. Actually, I didn't realize there's a few that are friends with Stex. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm here, I don't... It's kind of almost incestuous how many people I know that other people know indirectly who oh, were. Oh, no. It's like, 
how do you know that guy? One, it's one <laughs> it's, degree of separation here it's, in Daegu. It's like there are people that I know, and I'm like, how the hell do you know that guy? It's like, oh, the, one of them was because they all did the Framington together. Framingham, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Masters. And suddenly it's like people I don't even know how they know each other know each other and it's like oh yeah i can't tell you how many times i've been talking to somebody around town i don't know that person but it's like all right uh chris bolger jonathan stecko like who let's find somebody and then and but guarantee there's there's overlap yeah um foster what's your background of playing sports (laughs) answer short none (laughs) Did did you not play any sports growing up no so I thought you said you played cricket a bit now and again just yeah probably once or twice then I got this car and I ah. stopped so you hurt yourself yeah Stoller did you grow up playing sports oh yeah where I come from in Wales coming from Wales literally mm-hmm. uh, we were talking about it earlier you assumed I was talking about the rugby <laughs> yeah right because what happened what's the big news oh yeah uh, Wales have made their first World Cup in 64 years the so, rugby World Cup no the soccer World <laughs> Cup the football World <laughs> Cup so everyone's very happy back home so yeah sports is I grew up with sports my father played sports so we all played sports he actually didn't like football he's not a football fan he's mm-hmm. actually a rugby and cricket fan mm-hmm. so i ended up playing cricket rugby was something we played in school and i just really love rugby so i just put together you you were saying that i should have had nicola on the podcast this week because mm-hmm. wales i didn't i didn't realize that she's welsh she's she's not just welsh she comes from the next town over actually i'm saying next town over i'm in the town next to the city where she's from Okay. So we're actually literally, we know the same places and stuff, and yeah. Oh, I don't know. I probably could have told you that she was from the UK, but I wouldn't know. I wouldn't have known. Yeah, you're, you're not alone. I used to work with Nick like someplace. Yeah. And up until now, I didn't know she was Welsh. He told he <laughs> me that she We've was all Welsh. just learned. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wouldn't mess with her. Her, her. <laughs> I keep saying this. Her hometown. Yeah. Yeah, they're. Her hometown's a tough hometown. <laughs> Sweet enough. Um, Stollery, uh, one thing that you very quickly became well known for was your short shorts. And my yeah. theory, my theory has always been that in the beginning you 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 tried it out, you you put on the short shorts, but then quickly became known as a short shorts guy, and then were pigeonholed into having to continue to do it. Where how am I am I right or wrong in that? Uh I do like uh that's because I used to run when I was younger, so I like short shorts mm. for the purpose of rugby and running. And was kinda like uh, I wore them a couple of times and yeah, you're right, sort of. Yeah. Now now if you didn't wear them it'd be more of a story. It and, is. And it I is. especially yeah. last week I know you really were play you you've started to really lean into it and play it up. That's you not think? last week. I mean, that's years ago. <laughs> it's funny because I know I've been a captain for many years, and the people who would draft you would tell me stories of like, okay, he wants to know what our shirt color is so that he can ma- get matching shorts. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's you really, have to match up. It's, I've never, we've never been on the same team before until I since our think. first season. Yeah, were you on that? You were on the Master Batters team. Yeah, yeah. 
I had totally forgot about that. Um, but you know, so I hear stories of your like your scouting reports, and I didn't know what that was beyond just a story. And now being on your team this year, mm. Stollery scouts the other teams quite in depth and <laughs> and writes a, a comprehensive report on on the upcoming. <laughs> yeah. competition this is actually something i took from bd because bd used to do this in yeah. our first season bd would ask the team what do you know about these guys and people would chime in mm-hmm. which i was kind of hoping it would be like that but it turns into just me saying <laughs> well i do think like many things in life you you doing that is a huge help and then your team does rely on it and mm-hmm. will recognize this being hugely helpful but Nobody will then go do it themselves. Hmm. Yeah. You know, that seems to be. Or just chiming in. I just want them to chime in. Which they did. Actually, uh, Richard did this season about his friend Jessica. Yeah. Because we didn't know. Uh, Austin told us about Cassie and her proclivities yeah. with hitting. <laughs> Since, yeah. Yeah, talking to each other is big. Um, okay. Uh, so, uh, Foster. You're planning to come back and continue playing in the DSL? Yeah, I probably will continue coming. Probably? <laughs> definitely, definitely. If you're, if you're in town, I would imagine you're, you'll be playing? Yeah, I, I, would, I would definitely be playing. As time goes on, I'll probably have more time on me. And as long as you're still there to drive me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the way you played this season, people will come and pick you up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. People don't realize their own impact on the league, but people know you, Foster, and you've made quite a name for yourself. So I, I keep think... telling him, and he's like, "Oh no, no." He's very, very humble about it. Well, it's take it, of... take it from me. But but you know what? I have to make a confession. There's one thing that uh, made me go past the rookie game. It was uh, he claims it was a mistake, but I think he did it on purpose. Like my first, my first hit. Mm-hmm. went towards him, mm-hmm. towards Quentin, and he sort of fumbled yeah. the ball. It bottled in and front that, of me. That and made you feel so good? No, it made me get to first base. Because oh, okay. I didn't think I could ever get to first base. Uh-huh. So when he did that, I, I, I'd i already given up along the way. Then the ball fell, and I made it to first base. So I thought, I still think he did it on purpose. He let it drop so that I can get to right. No. No, so. <laughs> no. I guess it doesn't. If matter. it was, if it was my wife, I would have thrown her out at first. <laughs> I in can assure case, you that. In any case, getting to first base. I'm but sure then, in the same game, you hit a home run down the third baseline. Denzel, Denzel was drunk, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again, he's like, "Oh no, Denzel was drunk. It wasn't anything special." <laughs> but you hit a home run in your first, your first literal game playing. You hit a home run, and you're like, "I didn't realize oh, that. I remember that." Yeah, Denzel remembers it because he, he got great strength <laughs> to catch it. <laughs> to catch the ball, he, he's got these bruises all over his. I think most people who start the year as rookies, you know, now the league knows most people. I would say most everybody, but definitely know who who you are and when you're up to bat. You know, it's you know, um, be quick. He's fast, so if if we can actually if we can throw you out at first base, that's a huge win for the defense. So I would imagine you've been on base. Quite a few times since then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He has, yeah. I think I looked at the stats. I, 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 I have the stats here. We'll, we'll get into it in the next <laughs> minute. But before we go to break, 
I wanted to try something. Um, <clears throat> this is this may not work, but I wanted to try this because I ran across um, the Who's on First. It's an old comedy bit from uh, yeah. way way back when, and um, I wanted to try it with you two. Yes. So I have transcribed <laughs> it, and Foster, I don't know how familiar you are with this, but probably not. The the lines, this is for you, Stollery. Okay. The lines that are highlighted are yours, Stollery, and the lines that are not highlighted are yours, Foster. I think that's perfect. Uh, perfect who's on who, yeah. Yeah, who's, uh, on, yeah, who's on first, right? Yeah. So go ahead and without much preparation, give it a go. So it's just, I'm just, <clears throat> I'm just asking you. Yeah. I'm just reading. Just, yes, read, so just read the lines with some sincerity. All right. Now, Stollery, I understand you have put together a baseball team that you're going to manage. That's right. Well, if you're going to be the ma- is it manager? manager, yeah, manager, I'd like to join. Okay, that sounds great. I'd like to know some of the guys' names, so when I see them around the ballpark, I can say hi to them. Well, I'd be happy to introduce you to the guys, but I have to warn you, over here, some of them have some strange names. Funny names? Strange names, like uh, Tiny Dancer, Hot Rod, Harry Potter, and the like. That's fine. I can handle it. Well, we have Who's on First, <coughs> What's on Second, I Don't Know's on Third. That's what I want to find out. I said Who's on First, What's on Second, I Don't Know's on Third. Yeah. Do you know the fellows' names? Yes. Well, who's on first? Yes. I mean the fellow's name. <laughs> yes. I mean the guy playing first. Who? The fellow playing first. Who? The first baseman. Who? The guy playing first. <laughs> Who is on first? What are you asking me for? I'm not asking you. I'm telling you who is on first. I'm asking you who is on first. That's the man's name. Well, go ahead and tell me. That's the man's name. That's whose name? Yes. Well, go ahead and tell me. Who? The guy playing first base. Who? The guy playing first base. Look, who is on first? Listen, do you have a first baseman? Yes. Who's playing there? Yes. All I'm trying to find out is what's the guy's name on first base. No, what's on second? Who's on second? No, who's on first? I don't know. No, he's on third. We're not talking about him. How do I get on third base? Well, you mentioned the man's name. If I mentioned the third baseman's name, who did I say was playing third? No! Who is playing first? Never mind first. I want to know what's the name what's the guy's name on third base. What's on second? Who's on second? Who's on first? I don't know. Third base. Have you got a third baseman? Certainly. Then who is playing third? No, who is playing first? <laughs> what's the man's name? No, what's on second? I don't know. Third base. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, that's great.
Do you not? You never heard that before? Yeah. First uh, Abbott and Costello. Yeah, Ooh. Abbott and Costello. <laughs> but I, I, I sort of uh, got onto it. Uh, you know, Rush Hour, they had like a moment of mm-hmm. uh, you, me, and, and, and that sort of thing. Yeah. Like, I'm talking about you. No, no. Me is you and you is me. That sort of dialogue. <laughs> I just thought it'd be funny to hear it in like non-North American accents, especially <laughs> people who weren't familiar with it. Yeah. I actually, I get a kick out of doing this with my it's, students sometimes, my Korean students, and especially my African accent. I, yeah. I'm sure I butchered it. <laughs> it was it was beautiful. You did a great job. All right, so we know who you are, both of you. We're gonna take a break, and we'll come back, and we're gonna talk about the awards, mm-hmm. the personal awards for this week in the DS or for this year in the DSL. Right after this. Bark, 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 bark. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. We tried to say it. Do it twice. Do you Would you rather go by Foster or Chikura or what do you prefer to be called? Man, it works. Now I think um, Foster is good on at the league, but uh, out, out in these parts I'm called Chikura. Chikura? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, great. Chikura. Yeah. So we're going to talk now about like personal awards all right and what this is in i think this is probably common to all of sports like yeah. a, an mvp most valuable player yeah. um the dsl has a, a male mvp and female mvp a male rookie of the year a female rookie of the year um most improved female male we also have uh two other uh awards the mark nudio award and yeah, I know there's a little confusion as to what the other one is called. Because I've always known it as the Jeff Molaski Award. Okay. But last year, in our captain's meeting, mm-hmm. everybody was referring to it as the Stollery Award. Mm-hmm. So, which one is it? We'll get into all of it. Okay. And then there's Golden Gloves, and I believe that's it. Do you think, did I miss one noticeably? Did you mention the Dan Lacey? Oh, fuck. And the Dan Lacey Award. No. Can't forget the damn list. <laughs> okay, so what I have here, which you may or may not care about, um, Chikura, I'll give it to you because I think Staller and I have a better idea off the top of our heads. Okay. Um, that is a ranking of everybody in the league by batting average. All right. And the all the other stats are on there, you know, so you can see. Base hits, at-bats, home runs, strikeouts, total bases, all that shit is on that list. But I have them ranked by batting average. All right. Um, For simplicity's sake. So go ahead and use that. Um, I sure did. Anything you want to say to preface this conversation, Solar? No, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Let's just go. Let's start. Male MVP. No, also, I do actually want to preface this. As a captain for the last eight years, yeah. you know, we always talk, you always hear stories about the draft, how fun the draft is. Mm. 
you know, you get in, you get to pick your players, and you get to dream about the, the team that you've just picked, and you get to shit on your other friends for their awful picks. Oh, Stollery, oh, now you're going to have to deal with Stollery all year. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, and then, like, who's high and who's low, where, you know, first few rounds, all that shit. That's fun, but ultimately it's inconsequential. You kind of live with the team that you drafted. These awards, the captains get together in between the final regular season game and the, the first playoff, well, I guess now the only playoff game uh, weekend, and just yell and scream at each other about these awards. <laughs> I must. I imagine Gerg is doing most of the screaming. Well, it's funny because... That influences my prediction on some things because I know that Greg spends a ton of time really on everything that he does in his whole life, but this is no exception. So he comes to this award ceremony with his players and he, he's come with, you know, a, a very succinct breakdown of why they should win. And I do think that he gets more awards because of that approach. I think that all balls along the year won fewer awards because I just didn't have the energy to to argue for my players all the time. I would show up and say like, oh, person XYZ, I'm nominating person XYZ for I, this thing. I've, I would have said too, you had a season when your players potentially could have been MVPs. Yes. In, in uh, wow, that season, the, the centenary season, I'm saying centenary season. The 10-year? The 10-year season, your team was balls to the wall good yeah and i was very surprised that you didn't win more let well i just because well also i was cory sitar was in that league and yeah uh, there's a lot of people a lot of people with louder mouths than me but um last year hongi park hongi won Mm. the most improved award yeah he he was was, on my team he was fantastic last year i didn't even nominate him i didn't even (laughs) think to nominate him we were sitting at that table talking about it and somebody else brought him up i think it was greener brought him up might have been gurg even because he played on gurg's it wasn't it wasn't jonesy because jonesy had his own idea Ah. and was incensed because hongi ended up winning it um was not happy but Yes, the level of passion at this meeting is way beyond the level of passion for any other meeting. It it just means so much. I mean, to the point where, you know, friendships are shook, you know, uh, on this meeting. So, so I can't imagine uh, Corey has much input into this. Just screaming, screaming at everyone. Baker, Nonsensingly. But he's Baker not a captain. just being uh, well, When he was a captain. Oh, okay, okay. When he was a captain. But he's also more like me. He's fairly copacetic he doesn't he doesn't believe it so passionately he's whatever he's kind of oh i'm for the ride but i mean this would have been even before when they had the pickle too when he would have actually been discussing this yeah. prior to it actually coming so he would have been thinking about it if you've so, heard some of the podcasts over the last this this season you'll hear seeds being planted along the way and it it is intentional the captains are that petty they they so it's it's quite it's quite the spectacle. Mm. So um, you'll hear. I'll 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 talk about that more from an ex insider as we go along. Let's start again. Male MVP. Is there any other choice? So who go ahead? But I, Why I, don't we say it all at the same time? <laughs> Chuck. Really? That's not yes. who I was going to put forward. Oh, me neither. Right. Me neither. Oh. Who would you Who would you say, Foster? I'm a, I probably must preface this by saying that I don't really, you know, when I look at the game, 
you know, some of you guys are seasoned enough to to weigh a lot of things together. Mm-hmm. So my decisions or my options will probably more, be more emotional than anything else. Sure. But uh, from what I see, like uh, somebody being just central to, to a team, I think I would uh, pick, um, what's his name? Um, <laughs> Whitaker. Paul Whitaker. Whitaker. Yeah, Whitaker. Okay. That that would be who I would throw out there also. I I considered Peewit, but in terms of uh, where his team is sitting in relation to it, yeah, is part of my thinking. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a great uh, consideration. Uh, point. Both the reason I like Peewit and Chuck is pretty much their defense has been fantastic as always. Mm-hmm. That that's let me preface. I won't just pick a player because they're hitting well. They need to have some. Defense, the defense needs to be there too. You can't just be one thing or the other. You need to be both. Yeah, and it's MVP after all. I mean, previous seasons we've had MVPs. Uh, I mean, shortstop Jesus. Yeah, he was both categories. He mm-hmm. was hitting with a huge average. He was pretty much stopping every. He was taking names in defense. It was just a sight to believe. <laughs> so he yeah he was obvious he was going to win it when he was there but it was also made more obvious because he was on a team that ultimately won the championship yeah. Matt Campbell's team yeah and um so then then the debate is you know does the team have to be good or not are they the most valuable on that team or yeah. you know that's that one of those things so I think there are they? players who've done well but what the hell has your team done you know you've got to try and elevate your team but 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 what I think about this again, this is an emotional statement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, it's like uh, when I look, Chuck was really fantastic. But I'm um, saying if we had taken Chuck out of GOT and uh, let it play this season, how much of an impact would it would it have brought to the team? Would it have? In fact, the the how great GOT was this year yeah. was was Chuck specifically. I think, the elevating factor. I think he was a big elevating factor oh, because right. of the point he plays in the batting order. You just have to look at He's got the most bases. He's getting bases for them. Yeah, right. so, he has most total bases. That makes he has most total sense. bases. That's something he's getting because he's he's driving them. That's him, yeah. He's also helping their outfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Some <clears throat> of their outfield are weak. Chuck uh, sort of covers the whole outfield. There. So does Jonesy. So they're kind of covering a lot of the outfield yeah. together. There are gaps. There are people who are not as strong as the other guys. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's it's noticeable sometimes GOT's infield in some places can be weak too. Mm-hmm. Uh, there mm-hmm. are definitely guys in the infield who are not as good as some of the guys in the outfield. Mm-hmm. They're, we'll probably get onto those guys later on. Right. And the fact that it's not clear-cut, it's not purely stats, and it's not purely yeah. offense or defense. It adds. It I, makes this conversation such a heated one. I think he gives them so much. And yeah. can I also add one more wrinkle to it, mm-hmm. which everybody will hate this wrinkle, mm-hmm. but there is another award for Rookie of the Year mm-hmm. that's, that's coming up that yeah. will be talked about, and Paul Whitaker is not eligible for that award. Yeah. Um, Chuck is eligible for that award. And should that be considered? I think most people will say, no, that shouldn't be considered. Mm. But is it considered? It 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 often is. is. I would say that the uh, season 
there was one season where clearly well, Bergen Cl- and Bergen and, and Rogers yeah. were both rookies yeah. in that year, and Bergen won the MVP, but mm-hmm. Rogers won Rookie of the yeah. Year. I felt so it clearly would, I felt it would do that. Uh, you know from this. Is that coming into the captain's minds? Is this is this concept? Can you win both rookie and MVP, or are captains pushing just to win one award? It depends on if it behooves you or not. Captains mm. will not are will not stick to a single um, argument. It no. depends on who's on your team. You'll argue for your player. So Jonesy is gonna hate that that was brought up at all because uh, Chuck's on his team. But you can you can take it to the bank that Greener is making everybody shut up and he's standing up on the table and he's saying, here is the laid out mathematic explanation for Paul Whitaker being the, the MVP. Yeah. It's a very, yeah. And, and usually what, what we did, we always saved this one for last. <laughs> we did the other awards first and then got around to this one. I don't. I wasn't there this year, unfortunately. But also, I can say that this speculation is going to be upsetting to them mm. because we are now. Anybody who listens to this is going to hear what we say, and it will influence people's yeah. ideas. And then, when they're announced on the field, if they're different than than what we've said, people may be like, "What?" You know. Yeah. You know. Anyway, so this is an annoying exercise for everybody, but yeah. that's what makes it. It's fun. a fun exercise, though. All the podcasts always used to do this. <laughs> was literally you could listen to different podcasts and hear different stories. And yeah. fun. But I, I think it's, these are just speculations, aren't they? Yeah. Last year, last year when we were talking, I was talking about this on the podcast. I think Zach and Paul were the Zach and Paul were the guests, and the, Zach was like, you know, this person hands down gets this award and ran through it, and that person wasn't even somebody that we had talked about in the captains mm-hmm. meeting. So everybody sees what their own thing, what they see. So, but at least we can agree on it should be either Paul or Chuck. Yeah. yeah and yeah. it's up to the captains which they're, way they voted. They're up there so far that it's ridiculous. They, you, the two guys that might be considered for Rookie of the Year, their defense takes them out of that competition completely, in my mind. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, yeah, we'll get to it. Next, next, let's go female MVP. Uh, this one definitely. There's only got to be one. Really, this one was this one was harder for me. But do you want to go first? Uh, okay. Actually, before I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna go before you because okay. because you have one. So I'm gonna throw out the names that I was seeing okay. when I was, and basically what I did there, um, uh, Foster was I looked at the batting average and looked at who was high, and then mm-hmm. so the highest. Uh, female in the league that I think qualifies. Mm. Chanel had a higher batting average, but she has. But I don't think games. she qualifies, mm. right? Because she split time with Danny and wasn't there. It is Haley Fortin? Haley Fortin has the highest batting average of all the female players. Tanya is right up there too. Sweet Tea, um, Brittany Louche is right up there. Uh, Aaron Murphy. Uh, then you get your Jocelyn Webers and your Cassies. Mm. I. Don't know if Haley has pushed it over the top to beat Brittany, who I'm yeah. guessing is yeah. who you're going to say. I mean, again, not taking it away from Haley, Brittany's defense is outstanding. 
you'd pick her just on a deep. I was saying earlier, you wouldn't pick someone on just their hitting or just their defense, but Brittany has won games for the Hitsters on her own. Yeah. She's made game ending plays. It's like, yeah, Brittany is a literally won the games for a team. So I would be like, on, Brittany. On a, on a very impressive <clears throat> like, play. Yes. Too. Like a yeah. game again, us against the Hits. Yeah. The, the one, the team. That's, I think that's what Solar and I are thinking of. That <laughs> like exact that, play. Yes. It was just, it was just out of this world. Like, oh, did that, that <laughs> did just, did that just happen? That yeah, sort of thing. we're like, oh. <laughs> but I would also think, uh, having played alongside Haley, seeing her do her thing and all of that, I think she played a good defensive game as well. Like, yeah. Mm. I think, well, especially, you know, everybody gets better the, the more years they play. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing how you play next year, Foster. Mm-hmm. Stollery, you've definitely gotten better and better. Um, and Haley, uh, this is, I think, her third year now, third mm-hmm. or fourth year. She was all balls a couple years. And, um, yeah, her defense, um, she's somebody that, you know, I would, oh, I would trust her a second. This is uh, one of those things. When when I captained the team in November, I was happy to take Haley. Yeah. One of the players I went after because I know she can play second. Mm-hmm. She has experience she's, and she's, she's not going to be, she's not going to have issues. She knows what she's doing. She knows, oh, I got to throw it first. Yeah. Oh, I got to go. To, I got to stand on second and wait for a pass. Yeah. So that's some impressive plays throughout the the season. But she can be slow getting down to the ball. I think that that might be the problem. Like you look at her, you think she's being slow, and she's, you know, I don't know how 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 to express this. She stops it. Her form might discourage you, but she's doing. You think that you that could have been an out? You kind of think she stops it and then loses the ball in her in her feet, and it's kind of like. Mm Maybe it could be a matter of the position she plays, like she gets more balls and all of that. Well, I think that does. I think that enters into it when you're talking about Tanya, mm-hmm. Sweet Tea, because I think, I mean, if you have her as your catcher, you're laughing. You're just, you're, you're so happy that, mm-hmm. that she's your catcher. Mm-hmm. And I think she's a very serviceable second baseman. But then when you say, okay, what about Brittany Luge? It's just like, oh, yeah, she well, can- clear, yeah, that. She can play anywhere. I'm surprised she hasn't played shortstop even. I guess on her team she wouldn't play shortstop because they wouldn't need her to, but she probably could. Yeah, um, which is interesting then that Cassie isn't isn't higher up in this conversation. Uh, although Cassie's, Cassie's been carrying a team at times. Yeah. That's one of the things. But her hitting has been... I've seen... When Austin came into the league, Cassie was hitting with us in mm-hmm. warm-ups and she was absolutely leathering it yeah she was like she people were standing further back to catch hers because they knew she was going to put power into it yeah she was absolutely mullering it I, I, i've been disappointed that for me as well, cassie C- cassie was uh, at the top of my list i i, I thought she'd be she, she, she should get a chance up there because like you said she's had moments when she carried the team like you notice the difference. Like if she wasn't there, the team would probably have collapsed. Like there was a day when mm. they were playing GOT and their top three were not top there. Top three yeah. were not there. Like uh, she made yeah. a difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, right. she was just holding them together. Right? Holding this, them together and keeping them going. If like, this I would have award was, was, was based off potential, mm. I mean, I think Cassie is the hands down winner. Mm. But I, 
Teddy has not been as well as I would expect. But her defense as well defense. Has, has, been, has been good, wasn't it? Defense has been good. I wonder but again, if just the it's... fact that people know who she is and don't hit it towards her has like taken away the opportunity for Maybe her to could like, have, could shine. Have. If you're Maybe. wise, you'd have, you'd have to avoid it. I think but more than any, anybody, even for Br- Brittany, hmm. like have, was it last time when we played them last day, is it ball that I hit towards her, which if it was cat, Ke- Ke- well, it's Cassie, right? Mm-hmm. She would have caught it. But um, so I think maybe people are avoiding and if you're wise, you do well to avoid it. Mm. Yeah, right. Okay. So actually, you know what? I think maybe we should not say this person absolutely should win it and wow. make this more of like but I, I would say I, I, if, if Brittany wins it I'm not surprised at all I, I wouldn't be surprised I would expect Brittany to win it if these three people win it I'll be, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised uh, mentioned they started the season Rogers was like oh Ali's gonna win it Ali's gonna win it Ali's gonna be the oh that's right win. I don't know if she played enough games she, yeah, probably she, she hasn't games played for, enough games she missed yeah. quite a lot of games yeah, and I found her up and down as well when that a couple of when she came back after missing games, she wasn't as good as she'd been yeah. before. She and though she did give me one of my happiest moments of the league this year uh-huh. when she absolutely trucked uh Dan Skresner off the base. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was like you could see his soul leaving his body. <laughs> that was like, get off my base. <laughs> it was like, ooh, that was nice to see, That's but good. uh, yeah, but. As I said, I don't think she's played enough. I don't think she's yeah. There's again, not been enough. Yeah, again, like there's so much potential there, but mm-hmm. did we see it on the field this yeah. year? Let's go to male rookie of the year. I so this is to me. There's two. Mm-hmm. There's two names, but in going through that list that you're holding, Foster. Yeah. I there's one more name that I would add that I don't. I don't know if people are thinking of. Mm-hmm. Who who are you thinking, Solary? Uh, obviously, Mossy and Will are going to be Mossy Thomas. <laughs> I was thinking of Johan. Uh, oh, you're still going? Sorry. Sorry, sorry. Johan <laughs> so, oh, would be another one who's had a good... If you were going to consider him, uh, the one thing that goes against Will and Thomas is their D has been nowhere near as good as... As Johan's. Johan. Johan... For someone who's only just come to the game, his D has been amazing. Yeah. he He's a good catch in the outfield. And I think he's a harder throw to yeah. Kyle in the outfield than anybody else. <laughs> you know, that's an interesting point because in terms of like, we know that Johan did not grow up playing softball. And we know this is basically his introduction to the sport. But he played cricket. So does that make... Does that influence the vote at all? Mm. Whereas, literally none of the none of the three, obvious, none of the three we've mentioned played yeah. softball until this season. Right, they're literally rookie rookies. In fact, so my I went, I was like, okay, so Chuck and then Sat Marie, mm. and then and then I was like, well, I'm gonna throw Dan Skrzynia in there also, oh. um, and a lot of that is based off um, his defense. Um, yeah, yeah, defense. But well. then I, I kept going, and yeah, Thomas and Johan and Will Roy mm-hmm. came up, and right. I, I was kind of surprised to find myself saying, yeah, I have to put them in this conversation at least. They, they're there purely. The trouble with Tom, Mossy and Will, they're there purely from their hitting. That is the thing that I'm gonna hold against them. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, that defensively, their their holes in the outfield when they get moved to the outfield often, particularly if the ball's on the ground. If it's yeah. bouncing, if it's in the air, 50-50. Uh, if it's bouncing or on the ground, they have, they've shown difficulty in dealing with it and difficulty. I know Mossy was learning the position at mm. second, but right. shown difficulty in knowing where he needs to go. Yeah. As, as somebody who can hit the ball wherever mm. I want to hit it, for the most part, um, I'm keeping it away from Chuck. I'm keeping it away from Satmarie. If Thomas is there at second, I'll probably put it hard on the ground next to him. Yeah. I would not do that with Skrzynia, with Dan. Um, yeah. So I think that that does have to factor into yeah. uh, Saint Marie definitely. I would, I would definitely put him in. He had a good average as well. Yeah, Saint Marie is good. He's I'm, not. He's not got the hitting that the other two have mm-hmm. in terms of. But they're on a team that's been racking up everything. Sure. Um, I only had two names there. Like uh, Chuck, if he doesn't get the MVP, and, and Johan for me. Mm. But no, all also good names as well. I mean, theoretically, S- Chuck Saint Marie, and you just hear what uh zach has been saying about him zach is like if uh, my team would not be doing nearly as well if it wasn't for having Marie on our team yes and i believe that's true I, I don't i don't know who else is standing in at shortstop it'd be zach he i i zach always puts himself down to be about being a shortstop he's a good shortstop yeah if not a very good shortstop mm-hmm. he always does that but zach's one of those people that wants to be able to fill other positions with yeah. himself. He'll yeah. sacrifice. He doesn't want the glory. He'll sacrifice himself to put himself in a position he believes is weak so that they can strengthen it. Yeah. You a see him putting player. himself in the outfield. Yeah. He's he's far, far better in the infield, but he'll put himself in the outfield because he can feel better there. Than yeah. He can solve a weakness problem in a particular part of the outfield. It's a captain. The, uh, the as a captain, you that's how you start looking at the team. It's mm-hmm. like just I can do everything. So what hole do I need to go fill the most? <laughs> <laughs> Are we gonna do that today? Are we gonna do that? in a sober podcast? <laughs> that's what she said is gonna. Be, is gonna be that's what I say. <laughs> so then, I would say so. Then Thomas, Johan, Will, and. Dan have to be honorable mentions and in the conversation really is Chuck or Ryan Satmurray yeah. and both of them like Chuck center field one of the top two mm-hmm. necessary positions in this league and shortstop the other and you can argue which one is more which or less um, but my inclination is that Chuck has to win this if we're just being pure about yeah. this. Because yeah. Chuck is eligible to win both. He mm. should, I mean, he could win both MVP and yeah. Rookie of the Year. Yeah, if he doesn't get MVP, then maybe the only reason he might not get MVP is because he's being reserved for rookies. Because, because uh, his wit. Because uh, other captains might not want him to win it. <laughs> Did I say Chuck, that out loud? Might not want Chuck to win it. Yeah, maybe, maybe they, oh, or yeah. maybe they don't want Gerg's team to win everything. Or it's it would be but, very hard to. I think the only Gerg's argument can, can against Chuck everyone? is Paul. Yeah, I, I don't think there's another yeah, argument. I'm, I'm what, just, what's yeah, the only the only I think that uh, Paul they'd rather spread the awards around, perhaps, mm. and not just give him 
two awards or perhaps more yeah when we go yeah down. so right. if, if it wasn't anything like that then no question you'll probably get them both it i'll say it'll be interesting to see how this plays out i don't think there's a wrong way of doing it but no. people may not be happy with how it shakes out now the harder one for me was the female rookie of the year yeah i don't know which, yep. which yep. ones are the rookies can you well i i have three on my short list my shortlist is Shalini, who, yep. not sure if she's played enough games, but she's on the, my shortlist. Heesoup mm. is on my shortlist, and a lot of she, that is yep, yep, that's uh, Daniel's wife, and yeah. Mm-hmm. She's and then, done well. And then Cassie Burnley is on that list. Cassie, too. yeah. Is Rush done not also I, I She's a rookie. Rushta is a Rushta rookie, is yeah. a rookie. I, I stuck Rushta in. I because would be I because she's, she's done in stuff in mm. games and she's shown, she's developed as she's come along. Yeah. yeah if development yeah. was one of the requirements. She's shown that she can improve and get better. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a pin in that for when we talk about most improved because yeah. there's a debate on what that means. Mm. But I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm very happy to put Rusta in that conversation also for a male or female rookie of the year. Yeah, Shalini's got the points, but for me, Cassie on her D is we I've talked about. You need the rounded player. Yeah. You can't just be one thing. Although her, like I said, her hitting seems to be letting her down in comparison to what we expected. But I what think we that, expected, that might, yeah. might that might only be the argument against Cassie, like expectations against reality but uh, if we compare her yeah, other pl- players she would even her hitting wasn't it was good compared to other rookies mm-hmm. yeah if we had never ever heard of cassie before this yeah. season yeah. yeah that's a good point there foster because i think that like if you're if you're the captain of overly defensive you, I think, would be incensed to hear this conversation. That mm. you would be furious that Cassie is not obviously considered to be yeah. the runaway female MVP. I, I think that if you're, if that's your position as mm. captain of that team, it makes sense. I, I think potentially this is exactly like you're saying. It's the expectations versus yeah. what we expected her to be. So far, I mean, yeah, I mean, when she was first coming around, she played in that all star game a couple mm-hmm. years ago or whatever the pickup game mm-hmm. that we played out yep. over the bridge. And there were people who were saying she's a DSL first rounder, she's mm-hmm. going to be picked in the first round in the DSL, yeah. or she deserves yeah. to be given the talent of the DSL. I don't know if she's a first rounder, I, I would say, I don't think she's a DSL first rounder, but but is she the the female rookie of the year? That it'd be a, it'd be a hard one. I I don't know who I would put up over her. I, yeah, me neither. Mm. I'd like place her number one. Because for 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 everybody else on the like the the, the, the the names you suggested, when I look at them, it was mostly hit or miss. Like there were times when they get lucky. Like mm. oh, that's a bad word. Uh, it's the same way I feel about uh, say my hitting. Like it's. It's not something that I intentionally do. It's luck. And uh, for for Cassie, when I see her do her thing, I think she's being intentional about what she's doing. And these it's skill, yeah, it's yeah. skill, yeah. And I think I don't think I can compare her with any other any 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 anybody else. Yeah, I would I would be more than happy to have Shalini on my team, Heisuk on my team, Rushta. I, yeah, but it's hard not to yeah to come away saying Cassie. She's Heisuk has been surprising because it's her first 
proper season into it, and she's oh yeah, she's uh, Daniel's been talking about uh, how they've gone and tried to practice and tried to get better. It's kind of cool. Okay, um, let's move on here. We have most improved male, and I tried to look at this, and I I couldn't come up with anybody. I'm. I'm starting to feel like I don't know if this should be an, an award that we must give out every single year. Mm. Um, if there's somebody who has clearly been very, very improved, mm -hmm. then Sorry. by all means, let's go give putting, it to that person. Putting my hand up, and I'm like, I uh, know. Uh, well, I think Richard you were, Garland. I think, Richard Garland. For me, oh, Garland yeah. has been a centerpiece of his team. Yeah, yeah. He, his team have dipped. Kyle's team's always seem to go top to bottom like he always sticks the best players at the top of his mm -hmm. lineup and you know it's going to be getting worse as you come down uh-huh but this season with garland and chakura in the middle they have like a, a resurgence so yeah. if you look at their stat sheets you can see oh there's a second surge yeah they've got that second surge they've got that second part they're not relying on the top to do everything, the middle is doing a lot because of Garland. And what, yeah, because Garland's, <laughs> Garland's uh, um, batting average has been really high this whole year. He's been an extremely hard bat to get out, and him being at first base, he's he's yeah. done that job. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's defense. I, it'd be hard, I mean, because it's hard to say, well, is he that much better from years past? But, sure, yeah, because I don't, I don't really have anybody else to, to point to as the same. It's for the male guy. I mean, he's the one that stands out for me. Uh, I think, you know what I can see? I can see Zach maybe throwing Groba into this just based off of... Like... Groba's Groba, though. Groba's up and down. And up and down. <laughs> I mean, I, I always say this, that Groba can be a team's kryptonite. He can't... Depending on which he... Groba comes out. And he definitely <laughs> was in years past, yeah. but... Not not for a number of years now, I would say. Get him, get yeah, him. Yeah, but he still does that. Make, he still does that coming over and... Yeah. Make a call that he doesn't like. And, and, oh, there's a change. problem. Something is a problem. He doesn't agree with what... Yeah. It's like... Yeah, the rules stated we have to do this. We we can't not do this. Right? Uh, he wants a different team to be out on the outfield. It's like... Grover, we can't do it. We... The rules state we can't do this, and you're suggesting we break the rules. The the home uh, the home uh, suicide line was a fun one with uh, oh, Groba. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> you're right. Point taken. Groba is Groba. <laughs> so yeah. Um, female most improved. I again. I I'm I'm not sure that this needs to be an award. Hmm. Um, I think there is an unclear application, but I think Ruben could say Rushta is eligible for it based off how she started the season and how she ended the season. Mm -hmm. And you could say there was a huge improvement there. That's female most improved. But I would always say that this is like a, this is for, this is kind of like the rookie of the year award for the next year kind of thing that to show people who have improved, they've got better oh. in their, have not just improved, they've become an integral part of their team. Yeah. There's really mm. not that many people who I would say are even eligible for it. It's such a, hmm. it's such a low pot, a, a thin well, pot. To even pick I up. mean, 
Who are you've you already mentioned. Thing? I mean, the two that come to mind for me are Tanya. Tanya was Tanya oh, has. Yeah. She's changed from what she started and what she's doing. She's been given more to do, and she's taken it on her shoulders. Definitely, it, she's taken. Yeah, more oh, I, I, I agree with you completely about Tanya. So when, when I, you're saying most improved, we can just look at one season and see from the beginning. And well, traditionally, it's from last season to this season. All right. Compared, compared to last season, how did they do this season? Or previous seasons. But yeah. having been in eight of these fucking captain's meetings, I've seen it argued in a lot of disingenuous mm. ways. So. <laughs> but, sorry, but, that, but personally, also, I would stick in Haley. Like Haley, said, yes, Haley okay. has improved. She's definitely got better every year. Yeah. And I still think she's got that. Every now and again, she'll surprise people. People will come in too close and she'll put the ball over their head. Yeah. And she's got that power. She, she does have she a great bat. Yeah. Doesn't get it every time, but a lot of the time. I think that's it. the curse of being a female in our league is the defense. Um, we used to have all these rules like rovers mm. can play here and there, but um, you see, like, yeah, okay, check the batter. Females up to bat, and the in the outfield will just come on up. But if it's a Cassie or a Haley or an Aaron Murphy that you know has pop. Or you just back them up ten feet, and then um, you know, getting getting more than a single is really difficult. Yeah, I think in this league, and so I Haley, think. I think he's one of the best female bats in the mm-hmm. league, highest potential, one of the highest potential mm-hmm. female bats in the league. But um, it's just, it's hard, it's hard to get hits. I like it. Okay, if it's Haley, I'm happy with it. Mm-hmm. If it's Tanya, I'm happy with it. Tanya's been. Tanya's been quite the uh, person for the league for quite some time. Right, so, yeah. She's been one of the m- sort of, uh, how would I say, it, stanchions of the league for so long. Yeah, so does it take away to say that she's most improved when she's been good for a long time? <laughs> it's like, I mean, I don't know what to make of it. I Because I've won this one twice. <laughs> Really? Yes. <laughs> we should call the Quentin Stollery most improved. <laughs> so I want it. We don't have to I want it in one. season ten when they split it, but they didn't mention me at the night. Only Corey went. Oh yeah, put it in the when he announced everything the next day in written form. There was my name. Oh right, also Stollery. Also, that's so funny. I got that one, and then uh, when I was playing on Game of Thrones, I got it down too. It was kind of like. Yeah, I, that, I was kind explain. of bemused because it's like, what again? <laughs> well, it's like that, you know, year after year undervalued player. I think mm. you are you and uh, who was I talking about? Somebody else, uh, Ben Gale. I think are two very undervalued mm. players. Um, but then again, like Ben Gale had a great year this year, but last year he had a great year on all balls, mm. and he did pretty much the same numbers. So I don't know if Zach's going to try to put him up for consideration, but. All right. The next award is the Mark Nudio Award. And this award, Foster, um, as the surrogate audience, Mark Nudio is a guy who used to play in the league who was always, uh, not, I shouldn't say falling, diving for balls. He would always come off the field, you know, with bloody knees, bruises, just did complete lack of regard for his own body, just going out, just hustling, right? It's it's the Mark Nudio Hustle Award is uh, the full name of it. Two names already. Yeah, go for I, it. I, I will start with you. I would go for Mari. 
Murray Johnson? Yeah. Yeah. And okay. also, and it's a Kyle. Who? Kyle. Kyle, Kyle Devore? Yeah. Kyle probably wouldn't accept it, would he? Um, I'd imagine he'd be in It's for a tough it one as a captain to, you, you want to get it right, but you also want to be humble. There's enough shine on being a captain already it's, mm. it seems it seems wrong to take more attention for I yourself get the feeling that uh, some of the players or some of the captains are like that will not put themselves up for it i got the impression so that has happened in the past but there have been times when it's like the other captains there will say i get your humility right now but we you are as a matter of fact the but right I, recipient. but you yeah, mentioned this put you mentioned this with, before though with the uh most improved Mm-hmm. I, I'm not quite sure anyone's has anyone really reached that's why that I, level of the previous winners you know you've got like you've got no one like Woody who literally is spending the game in the dirt diving left and right and yeah. catching things and yeah. putting his body on the line it has anyone really I only have one I, I'm with him Murray Johnson was my oh, was okay. my guy and I've seen him dive for things that uh most people just mm. met. I've just seen him on the ground more yeah. than anybody else. And that could be just him yeah. <laughs> eating shit, more like tripping over himself. But that definitely bowls that most people just have let go. But, but he tries and tries to get it. And Yes, just... I agree with Kyle, though. Uh, the comment about Kyle. Kyle yeah. has Kyle's... like a permanent open wound yeah. on one yeah. of his legs. I've seen him. As far as, we, as, far as anyone who knows him long enough knows, he has like a permanent, <laughs> a yeah. permanent grazed mm shin stroke yeah. knee from the knee down yeah is all it's like a permanent but exposed my reason is that Being I'm, get, no. I'm not sure if kyle would actually accept it and would take himself out yeah it, it strikes me as that i'm not yeah i think that's a fair point um yeah and the other captains may say yeah great hustle but you know we just want to throw throw some light on no, you know, no. i kind of consider Pee-wit because he's been playing through injuries. <laughs> Sorry, Michael. <laughs> so Pee-wit's been playing through injuries. I thought that's does a that good, count. Yeah, that's a good point. Does that count? But yeah, you mentioning Murray going everywhere. Yeah, he does. He dives for everything. Dive in for yeah. everything. Trying to get everything. Um, okay, let's move on to the contributor award. This is the award that we. You know, there used to be a guy named Jeff Molaski who did all of the video stuff. He so way more than I could get into right now, but um, did a lot for the league and year after year after year to the point where we're just like, fuck it. Let's just name the award after him so we don't have to give it to him anymore. And then along comes Stollery, who year after year after year helps us set up. He's you, you, Stollery, one of the first people there usually you pretty much operate the stat keeper you there's a, a facebook page there's a cacao well maybe there's not a cacao but there's a facebook page you you gather all the stats and then disseminate it to the captains so the captains can enter them on the website um so then we i was saying last year we were kind of confused like isn't it already shouldn't we just call it the salary award now so other people can win it because nobody's doing more than salary is but it was like oh right fuck it's already called the Molaski award so i don't know if we're just i don't know what they're gonna do they're gonna say it's the Molaski salary award and now <laughs> who else can we give it to yeah we'll find yeah. out in a few days but what what are your thoughts on that well if they say somebody else then it obviously Quentin will get it like if Right. If they don't name it like that. But 
I've already been sowing seeds in Jason's year over this at the start of the season. Was already pushing people like LV. Yeah, uh, LV's a great LV's one. Been, yeah. Yeah. El- most people, if they couldn't play, would just sit and drink and not do anything. Yeah, LV, LV has that. been doing a fair, more than her fair share of stat keeping. For that, I, I had her on number two because she she did she doesn't really have to come right like yeah. she comes there and shows up. I mean, gets active and, and does they, things. They gave it last year to uh, oh what's her name uh, South African. I can never remember Lindsay Middleton. Lindsay, yeah, yeah. Lindsay. they got Lindsay got it last year as in a joint thing, so it was kind of like. Yeah, Lindsay's not been as active this year. I'd say LV has been taking up a lot of the slack for her. Uh, I think, man, LV is such a great... I, I had not even thought of LV, but you, you saying her name makes so much sense. I wonder if if her name will come. I'm sure it will. The captains are way more, you know... I already sowed the seed with... Uh, okay, good. Jackson I'm glad you did. That. Also, uh, I also sowed the seeds with Haley. That Haley does a lot behind the bar. She does the 50 50. Yeah. She does scorekeeping too. Yeah. So there's a lot of that for me. Yeah, I think this is a. I think I want to linger on this a little bit longer because there are people that do more work than people give them credit for. Dan Skrzynia also oh. has been taking over some of the website stuff and helping Maddie with stats yeah. and I think has an eye towards helping out more in the future. I don't know if that gets him an award this year, but I think he deserves some recognition yeah. there. Um, Chuck has been bringing stuff from on base. He's been bringing yeah. beer for for the, the league. Richard White with his um, yeah. quizzes. So there's Moon. a lot of people that contribute. Moon as well. Moon. With the food. It's hard because she's getting paid for yeah. it. Yeah, so there that, is that that's part, what the yeah. money is for. Ah, uh, there are people who get paid. Um, but Danny selling the selling. Danny, she's injured. She's out of the league, but she still comes and helps behind the bar. Gets LV nice and drunk and, yes. and uh, <laughs> hangs out. So, um, but mentioning it now, you're. I don't. I, I don't want to say sure it, but I don't know how LV. If yeah. somebody beats LV, that that's fine. But mm, probably be my vote at this point would be for for LV. Yeah, it's... And then just because this is getting long, um, <laughs> Dan Lacey. the Dan Lacey Award. Who uh, did you meet, Dan Foster? Did you you met him? He was there a few times. He he's not he doesn't play in the league, but he came down from Seoul. He very gregarious, loud, had a shirt off a lot of the time. You've seen me talking to him quite a lot. He had a fanny pack. Yes, he did have a fanny pack. Yeah, Yeah, I know him. So the the award is person you'd most like to to hang out with. No, right. Person you'd most like to have a beer with. And and again, he won it just so many goddamn times. It's like, we got to give it to him. Um, Any any names in, in your mind? Chuck. Chuck? That's not a bad shot. Chuck, without a doubt. He's the one that brought the canopy. He's the one that brought the beer. He's the one whose voice is always talking. He's always willing to talk to others. He talks to so many people. Yeah. And and the way he just talks to you is just amazing. Like, uh, he taught me how to swing a little bit. And it was just, I could do this every day. (laughs) Like, just being taught. (laughs) Yeah. And 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 it's just nice to have a conversation with. So I was going to suggest Chuck as well. I think Chuck is a great... If Chuck gets it, I think that, that makes so much sense. Um, in the years past, Corey Baker's won it. Last year, Siobhan won yep. it. 
Siobhan's been missing games this year, so I think that might right. get away from her. I think honorable mentions this year, maybe like Nicola yeah. deserves an honorable yeah, mention. Well. Yep. Um, I was going to suggest Aaron Danny Murphy maybe. as well. Aaron's there. Aaron maybe. Murphy. But yeah. she's not been staying as long after the games. Okay. Quite a few of them she's be been in and out. And Aaron is a great hang. And if you're ever talking to Aaron, you're going to love every second mm-hmm. of it. I don't know if it's just like the voice, the, the gregoriousness, that's the word, of Chuck. Yeah. He, he's going to be a hard one to beat for sure. And, and also Kevin. Kevin Brave from our team. Kevin's nice, yeah. Galbraith? Yeah. Galbraith's good, yeah. But that's the thing. Like the, everybody in the league is a good he's person. A cool, he's a cool part. guy to talk to and hang out with. But is he that... That cool. I think I mean, this, maybe this award is a, cool, but yeah, it's it's such in my mind. Mm. It's it's in my mind. This is like quintessential DSLer yeah. award. Yeah. Um, so that, speaking of Chuck, though, oh, I didn't bring it up earlier. Was like, oh, I think if there's one reason he doesn't get MVP is because he didn't clear that fence in, uh, <laughs> in left field. <laughs> I was like thinking about it today and was like, actually, hasn't did Corey clear it last season? Baker. No, Corey Baker, you mean? Yeah. He got close. He got close. Um, and but got Kevin Kamir cleared the fence last se- that fence last season. I think Kamir did it, and um, uh, the dad from the father and son pair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. did Steve. it. Steve Masseri? Yeah, Steve yeah. Masseri did it. And I think he did it in like, the first or second game. And who's the- Kyle did it a couple of times, too. I, I haven't seen Kyle do it. I've I, seen Kyle go very, very left. I don't. I've never seen him go just straight pull left. I've seen him go over that fence last season in one of the games. I think he was playing against us when <laughs> when he did it. When he remembered. Yeah. Okay. I also have on here gold gloves, uh, but okay. I don't. I, I I don't want to get into it right yeah, now. To be yeah. frank, there's um, there's so many people. Every so many single people. position, you know, who's the best at first? Who's the best at second? Short, third, outfielders. And then there's a first-team Golden Glove and a second-team Golden Glove catcher. And that just, it gets so, so long. Yeah. So let's cut it off here and say whoever does win it, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is just three idiots talking about our yeah. our thoughts. Indeed. Um, and the captains, to some extent, I, I do believe that you have to kind of trust the captains. They've been the ones... Watching it most closely. Although, Stollery, I will say that it, I feel extremely appropriate that you're here for this <laughs> conversation because you've been the one behind the scenes, like behind home plate, literally, watching all the games sober. Yeah. So I think that your opinion does count, perhaps a little for a little more than any one of the captains, but but they spend all day, every day, yeah. thinking about this shit. So, um, I could fully imagine Look, look forward to, to seeing what they've come up with and uh, and to be supportive and not bitchy about the results, <laughs> League, which I'm sure will happen. All right, let's take a break. We'll we'll get into playoff stuff after this and predictions. Cool. All right. Bark, 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 bark. We're back. Foster. That wasn't even me. Well, that's not bad. Yeah. That was weird. My, my, how old that is. 
So you got to practice. You got to practice with your bars, practice. man. Yeah, I have to do Because now you've been on the podcast. You're a day good dog. So you got to... I, I got to bark. A wolf is fine. A bark is fine. A howl is fine. A pant. You could pant. Oh, that's I a guess. good one. That's a good one. Nobody's done that. That's that that would just be like perverts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think what's, what, uh, what sounds do dogs make? Sorry, I got to say, like, we've been drinking this non-alcoholic beer... It's got it's it has a placebo effect. Does it? <laughs> I'm feeling I'm feeling relaxed. I'm feeling loose. I'm mm-hmm. feeling about like I would feel after after two beers. Wait, I moved. What is this one now? The the new one that you gave me. The Kronbacher. Kronbacher. I do like this one better than the San Miguel. Yeah. We had San here. Miguel. Like I said, the San Miguel's a bit. Uh, what is it? What is it? Malty. So it's a bit. I, I brought four. Uh, I just went to Emart twenty four and <laughs> bought four different ones, and uh, I feel I feel like ooh, I don't I don't know if I should have another one. You know, <laughs> I got to drive home. I don't know if I should. I don't know if I should have another one. Um, but uh, all right. So June eleventh championship Saturday, it's here, boys. We got ooh. five games now. Um, go ahead and show up early. The first game starts at 12, but um, we have the reservation from 10. So nobody will be there in front of us. So plenty of time to set up the field, warm up. If you're playing that first game... I'm I'm not a morning person. So <laughs> well, if anyone's ever noticed that I'm not a morning's person. So it's hard enough for me to get there for 11. So <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're playing in that 12 o'clock game, Sally. Yes. So, uh, uh, yeah, I'd say show up at 11, but you know, you got it. It, it could be hot. And if you're planning on playing two or three games that day, I think with the weather as it's been, it could be very humid because it gets very moist out there. Yeah. And then the heat comes and we haven't had the bad humidity like last year. Right. I remember that one weekend playing on, uh, weekend warriors when, uh, holy shit, you could just see. The humidity on everyone—it was just like everyone just what, just like zombies in the outfield, just like uh, no. <laughs> last week was definitely hot. It was a energy sapping heat last mm-hmm. week. So if it, yeah, you're right. If it's raining the days before it, it can be humid. Uh-huh. We've been really lucky this year with rainouts. We haven't had a single rainout. We haven't had to adjust the schedule yeah. because of that. But as they say, with uh, as. Tiny Dancer was uh, always pleased to tell us humidity makes the ball travel faster and further. Okay, so maybe so. a few people hoping for humidity. <laughs> All right, Foster. Game one, yeah. starting at high noon, 12 o'clock, will be um, good times at Los Drinkers. Los Drinkers has the home field advantage in that one. That is Stollery's team and my team versus Jason Greener's team. Yeah, I haven't been personally impressed by good times. So, I mean, they've been trying and doing well. I, I would say they'll lose the first game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, very, it's very, very direct. Very, yeah. very direct. Yeah, I, I'd want to go into the analysis of it all, but I'll probably screw up, so... We have plenty of games to get to, so brevity may be, may be welcome here. Stollery, what you, what's your feeling on this game? Uh, I'm not sure. I think go 
when I say I think it could go either way, I think we could beat them by a lot, or we could be a very close run thing. Yeah. But I think we're still winning either way. I think you're winning, but not for the huge margin. That's what I think. I, Probably you know, we, runs. we played them to the, we played them during the double header, and they're they're just they could beat us. I know they could beat mm. us. Oh, I'm, they, I know they could beat us. They almost beat us the last time. Did we beat them both times? Yes, in we the did, season. Yeah. So we swept them. Um, but they but don't. They're they're they do make me nervous. Uh, yeah, they, they do. They're reasonable but enough to be worried. I think but, uh, that we've seen them enough times now. We've seen them twice. I think we know where they hit to. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've shown spurts at times. Uh, they've got one of their players back in Nick Kashub. We haven't worked. Oh, Nick is gone. He's gone now? Yeah, he's out of the country. So Hebsy <laughs> What was the what was the point of having him if it just seems strange? <laughs> him to... and Hebsy were one ticket. We're one, okay. So Hebsy will be in. Hebsy will be there. Uh Hebsy's worth a few well. But then I mean, Whitaker he... also Whitaker's had a few weeks to rest his hammy. He could be he could be coming back strong. Uh, but he wasn't he wasn't exact in the uh, all star game he wasn't exactly uh I think there was I think that was intentional. So I think he was Taking it easy to to be ready for these upcoming games. I remember so, the last time mm-hmm. he did that for us last year. He started the season hitting right, deliberately. Right-handed, yeah. Yeah, because of the mm-hmm. whichever hamstring it was, he injured, so they'd take the strain off it. But or something along those lines was. I think there was at least two games where he's hitting opposite, constantly with literally right-handed. So yeah, the wrong uh, as I way try to do it, as I try to do it left-handed. Uh, <laughs> It's a, it's, it's luckily it's an audio medium. Nobody can see <laughs> yeah. the struggle here. <laughs> so I, we all, to some extent, agree it may be a well fought game, but we all are leaning towards low drinkers on this one. Yeah. Okay, let's just run with it. And my apologies to Good Times for brushing over them so so smoothly, but we're about to do it to another team. Game two is overly defensive at Hitsters. Uh, I think. That's going to be dangerously close. Yeah. I think because of the injuries that Green has had. Hitsters is Zach. Yeah. Uh, losing, uh, what's his name? Uh, Quinn. They've lost Quinn. I haven't what happened? the season. Quinn? Quinn's injured. I don't know who you're talking about. Quinn so, Walker. Oh, Quinn Walker. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Quinn Walker's injured. And okay. he's, he, they did not look nearly as refined without him in their order. He serves a purpose in their order. He also serves a purpose in their outfield. Yeah. So he makes a hole in their outfield and he, yeah. keep, he does keep their batting going. When he doesn't hit, they tend to stop. So That's I think that point. could be a big issue for them because a lot of their guys are singles hitters, not big hitters. And I think they don't have enough big hitters to... They're either going to be singling, it's going to be a very long game with lots of singles, or yeah. they're going to start making outs. So, Do you know... I, I haven't heard anything about overly defensive missing anybody. Yeah, that's the thing. With, oh, overly defensive having their full lineup does mean they've got their weak bottom end coming in. 
I think overly defensive, especially coming off the season with the they won the last game, right? Mm-hmm. They beat us, and um, I think there's a little momentum. And I I will say I I can see them getting better and better as the season has gone along, and they have their full team. But they could do work, but uh, I don't. I, don't know. I just don't see them beating the Hitsters, though. I I don't. And Quentin said though, the gap will be small, but I think it'll probably be wide because I don't I don't see anything they have done differently up to this point that may. Here's a here's a big difference between overly defensive and Hitsters. Can you think of anybody on the Hitsters that can put it out of the park? I can't. But overly but, defensive. But I think now when you look but at the team, it's effect. like the whole team has got like, like, uh, like maybe they can hit singles, built. all of them. You, you yeah. might be. Uh, you got Grover, you got Mondor, right. you got Satmer, you got Zach himself, and You've you got, got Mean Sung down near the bottom, and it's just like death yeah. by a thousand paper cuts. Yeah. But this is how uh, what's his name won the league. Uh, that's how Seaball won the league. Yeah. Death by a thousand cuts. They, yeah. They and a team, single, single, and a single, team single. that is having fun along mm. the way, who is like just producing and smiling the whole way through, seems to produce more. Yeah. Yeah. O- overly defensive hasn't seemed to be a happy-go-lucky team this this season. Yeah. And mm. you, I think you do stagger. You put Barry somewhere, and you, you go four or five batters, and then you put Campbell in there, and you hope there's people on base and they can just knock them in. I but I thought that what. Rogers did in the last game was better. Personally speaking, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'll say it. I said it several times that uh, Shane has been underused. Where, Dwan, where they yeah. put him, you yeah. put him that far down the order. What's the purpose? He's a big hitter. He's. If you have him higher up, like you did that time, at least he could be making a sack. Yeah. If you've got people getting on base ahead of him before mm-hmm. he comes up, they make a sack. You want him? He's a big hit. Yeah, that's no offense to Shane, but that's all he does is hit it big. Yeah, that's not. <laughs> you know? bad. It's not. It's not yeah, a big not thing. Really it's a, it's not. He bigger. doesn't seem to think that's a problem either. I'm just yeah. saying that he hits it yeah. long and big, and he was getting down because he wasn't getting any chances to hit. Are you, um, sorry Are you thinking about taking overly defensive in this game? Uh, I'm. I don't know. It depends how much of a loss Quinn is going to be. Yeah, I, I like. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be either uh, either a walk off for Green mm-hmm. or maybe extra innings. I think even because they're going to be very close. I think. Huh. I still think at least five runs. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm with you on this one. Uh, just to be clear, you're looking at me when you say oh, this. Oh, yeah, you know, all right, all right. <laughs> for the audience, he agrees with <laughs> me, not Staller. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> game three. Game three is now Bixic Energy is going to play the winner of game one, which we have decided in this conversation earlier will be Los Drinkers. Um, so do you think we can beat Los Drinkers? Do you think we can beat Los Drinkers? I'm sorry. Do you think we can beat <laughs> Big Sick Energy? Uh, I, I think, we, think can. we can beat Los Drinkers. I think we can, as long as we don't <laughs> particularly... He's not, he's not sure about what he's saying. I think <laughs> No, I think Los Drinkers' losses are a large part Los Drinkers beating themselves. Yeah. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Oh, yeah. that's what you mean. All right. I've come I around to it. I yeah. think this, this time, <laughs> it depends what Kyle's 
D is going to be for this, I think. If he still sticks to his uh, sticking himself in uh, left center, yeah, uh, it's going to depend on how our lefties decide to play him. This when he, I mean, I hate to give away strategy here on the podcast. Mm. So just for this part, I'm going to assume nobody listens to this podcast. But when Kyle plays that right rover position against mm. us. I feel that's where he's the most dangerous. He is, yeah. Our team has so many guys that go that way. Yeah. And if he's just standing there, he can cover so much ground. Mm. It really kind of takes away that side more. It, it definitely makes me think about where I'm going to hit. Yeah. Because even, even hitting down the middle, potentially, which is like my bread and butter, it's still... Because on his left side at third, he's got Dan and he's got um, Bergen. Mm. That short and third, so you don't really want to go on the ground that side, and then Kyle's in the outfield on the other side. But but I'll say this for Bergen: Bergen does have a tendency when it's some of our lefties or some of our people who hit to the middle, he will cheat up to the middle mm. quite a bit. So it Shift does whatever. kind of open up a yeah. bit of that. I've space I've seen I've seen that, and because Dan will kind of stay more on the line, yeah. yeah. And then if Bergen cheats over, then you you at least have a window on mm. that side. Now hitting that window, I just think it's more about us. Can we avoid Kyle? Yeah, I think is more, and I think we've had two chances. The first two times, I think we just couldn't adjust. I think this time we can. What do you think, Foster? Are you are you scared of the drinkers? Not really scared, but um, I don't know what we have to do to to like change everything and to have like a huge win. Like um, I if we win, yeah. which I'm hoping <laughs> we will, I think it won't be like a uh, there won't be a huge difference. Like yeah. um, it, you scare me a little, not too much, not not the way GOT does, but. <laughs> Right. At least, like, um, I would say we are probably in the same rank. So I, I could see this being a very close game. Yeah. Even last time I rewatched our game, like, it was close up until the end. Like, uh, and suddenly there was... Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I so I, I, I would still say we we're, we're, we're probably win against you. But um, with uh, really... This may be... This may be the game of the day. I mean, could in be, terms of like be. competition, I could yeah. see this being the most. Now, we'll be playing, assuming that we're in it, our second game. Mm -hmm. Whoever's in it will be playing their second game, and Big Sick Energy will be playing their first yeah, game. So yeah, that, I think could, that's going to that be an advantage. play against us. But this is scheduled to start at four, so we're already kind of losing some of the, the most significant heat. That's still a pretty hot start time. Mm -hmm. um, but I, so I, the, I actually talked about this with... Uh, Chikura previously when we were in the car uh, we were going to Costco and I was talking about I think there's actually an advantage for the teams that start early, that have the first games. I've heard this floated yes. Yeah. That uh, I the time, all, the, yeah. the season the season uh, I've been on a team that's won, we played three games so yeah. we played three games we got, I always say, middle of the table is like the best place to aim for and improving. It's a, You can start bad, but as long as you start, keep improving. And that team that we won with, we were getting better and better as the games went on. 
I think. I, I, sorry. No. I think it might depend as well on the weather. Like mm. this last time when we had a double header, right? Mm. We played. Was it was it the hits as first then, Audi, mm. and our performance with Audi was quite difficult because personally yeah. I was really tired and I think most uh, everybody else was just drained. Mm. So maybe. That might be a good point you're raising, but if uh, it's scorching as it was that day, hmm. probably that might play against you guys. Yeah. Uh, but for me, uh, I've been on too many teams where we've been rested the first time and get knocked out. By a team know, that's coming by in. By a team that's coming, that's rolling. Rolling. And they've they've <clears> been <throat> more ready and they've gone through us. And yeah, that was our Master Batters team. was yeah. like that too. Yeah, we were... Should have been. We're second best in the league. In the maybe league that's time. the curse that people talk about. You know mm. how like the teams are supposed to win, teams who go undefeated, they get that bye and then mm. have to like, yeah, oh, they man. get hit with a team that's that's loose and hot. Okay, so then are we all just going chalk here, or are we just all taking our own team on this one? Are you taking Foster? Are you taking Big Stick Energy? Yeah, definitely. Sol, are you taking Drinkers? I'm hoping. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I. Actually, I think if I if I were a betting man, which I am, uh, you know what? I I would I would set the Vegas odds on this one, Big Sick Energy by like one or two runs. Yeah, but yeah, again, I'm I'll just take drinkers because I'm on the team. I I think that if we, I think when we win, yeah, we'll have uh, an extra innings. I think it'll go to an extra innings for us to win. That will be tied up. Well, they will be the home team. Big Stick Energy will be the home team, so they'll have home field advantage. Yeah. In in that case, uh, they will have the opportunity to walk us off if they if they are able to do so. Mm. The next game will be the winner of overly defensive and hitsers against Game of Throws. Game of Throws being the home team. This game starts at six. Unbelievable! Game of Thrones does not need to play again. They, if I'm Jonesy, I'm saying stay in the shade. Do not be out in the sun. Save your energy. You know, come. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, none of the Game of Thrones players shows up till five. Sure. Yeah. Uh, not in the I, spirit of the DSL to do so, but I get your I've, point. If you want to win, I've this season. Uh, Again, I see it from the stats side of things. I've always had this problem that some teams provide people to do stats. It always seems to be certain teams that are giving stat keepers and other teams don't seem to. And uh-huh. it's like some teams you're like, eh, Greg has helped. Uh, that'd be uh, Devillas has, yeah. Devillas has helped. Sure, yeah. But other players on their team don't seem to be interested. Show up. Very close to the game. I, they, so you think this is an advantage? I, as for I've them. always talked, I always think it's kind of an advantage. They always, they're always going to just roll in. Yeah. They don't seem to stay later. They roll in, play, and seem to have a drink and then go. They're not. They don't seem to be in, as involved. It's kind of like. Uh, I hope you're ready to get a response from Jonesy about that. <laughs> Um, so why I said Greg's Greg's helped. I don't think Greg it. I, I don't think it matters. The, mm. So let's say it's overly defensive. I think Game of Thrones is gonna. I think Game of Thrones is gonna win this game no matter who. Because mm. 
they they played hitsters their very last game of the season people were expecting that to be this close thing mm. and it it wasn't really super close mm. I, game of throws beat them pretty yeah. pretty definitive right now if you say queen is not there but they well, did but uh, can... the one comment they had is even though they had less players they did seem to be still hitting to their players that's a good point because <laughs> they did i mean they did have so few players and the players that they were missing with the exception of maybe Halakas, weren't their all-stars. They yeah. weren't in their first five or six rounds, mm-hmm. um, to put it delicately. Yeah. That's that's just who, who was missing. So um, when Jesu Bay is the guy being considered to hit twice to get them through your lineup, yeah. you know that's a fairly stacked team. Yeah. And that's also a credit to Jonesy mm-hmm. for, for picking a team, yeah. for drafting a team, because so many of his picks have, have just... Hit yeah. Tom mm-hmm. Tomas, uh, uh, that other guy, uh, Tomas's friend. They, oh, God, fuck me, can't remember his name. Will, yes, Will. Um, and so credit to Jonesy for drafting this team of all stars, which they really are a team of studs. Um, but hopefully everybody's there. Hopefully everybody from Game of Thrones is there. Throws is there. Um, it's too bad that Hissers won't have the opportunity with Walker Quinn Walker out, but. I just don't see Game of Thrones losing. The, at least I don't see him losing this game. Yeah. Which then would make Game of Thrones playing in the championship game against either Big Sick Energy or Drinkers. If it is Big Sick Energy, they will have already played a game, so they'll be mm-hmm. hot. If it's the Drinkers, they will have played two games. Hmm. Um, and oh, yeah. hopefully it would be hot, but could be very, <laughs> very tired. Um, in comparison to Game of Thrones, yeah. who is coming off of one game in the evening. Um, in my uh, humble opinion, I think if Jonesy doesn't win this, that would suck very, very hard for him. I think mm. it's his to lose. I think it's his to lose. It's very similar to when uh, Brandon's first time, when Seaball beat them yeah. in the final. That was kind of like... that was Brandon had... A team that were, on paper, the better team. Yeah. There's been a lot of clear number ones that have lost in the playoffs. Yeah. And that was... I thought Seaball had the right attitude. They just said, okay, we'll do our game. And... I don't I don't want to say Brandon's teams don't get cocky. Uh, but people felt that they were going to win. And just on that one day, they underperformed. It places. hasn't been the case the last few years, though. Like... Matt Campbell's team was the best. Mm. Weekend Warriors was the best team, and they won it. And then Jason Greener's Good Times was the best team, and they won it. Yeah. DeVillers' Dirtbags mm-hmm. was the best team, and they won it. Yeah. So you have to go back a number of years before yeah. you get to uh, Corey Sitar's, you know, undefeated team who lost it. Your the Brandon Brown example that you're yeah. making, the Master Batters example from the past. Um, Scott Timpano hits mm-hmm. and giggles was the strongest team, lost it, you know, to. Not a very strong Bill Algio's team. So mm-hmm. um, anybody who's been in the league for four years or fewer may may not agree with what we're saying here, yeah. but um, at least way back when, good teams I, used to uh, lose. To be honest, I, I think the pitch actually plays into it too, where we're playing now. At, uh, yeah, the help. field, yeah. The I, field, because when we played at other fields, other fields have different... Uh, different niches yeah should we say yeah, I, yeah if we were playing i was saying why can't we play the final the finals at Huawan? 
because we, we, we have a fantastic time at Huawan because we have uh, we have two people who've put it over the fence in uh, right field mm. in Huawan. Yeah. Because it's a short, is it a shorter field? I don't know, but I would. It's it's actually probably a little bit deeper, but not as not as. Because I know Nashi's put it over. Nashi's put it over there a couple of times. Yeah. When we were still, when he was. But you can also put it out the and left. Like I've seen mm-hmm. people put it out and left. Oh yeah. And... People have put it. Uh, what's his face? Quinn Walker. The the uh, guy who owns the guy's tilt. tilt. Oh, Alex. Not uh, Alex. Not Alex. Andy. Andy. Yeah. Andy put it over that fence line. Well, it's all kind of a moot point because it will be a Hyojin. It is a Hyojin. And um, kind of means the ball gets stopped by the fence a lot of the time. Or it doesn't carry on, which is... I'd like to think if we play them, uh, Big Stick Energy plays, it could could still win against um, GOT. I think um, if we can avoid fly balls and... uh, Try to play it hard and you, low. You need your bottom end to do well. That's the every team. Yeah. I'll say this: uh, it's not the top end that wins championships; it's the bottom end that wins championships. Yeah, that, if your bottom that, end that is, can get on cool. base and score, then you're going to win. Uh, I think hitsters have a pretty strong bottom end. Mm. I think we low drinkers have a pretty strong bottom end. Mm. When you get like Greg, even Juno's not that bad at bat. Depends which one Juno shows up. <laughs> but um, yeah, I agree. And, and really, you know, any team could beat Game of Thrones theoretically, but no, it's, no team has. It's it depends how laissez-faire they take it. If they're if they're just gonna swing at everything, they could potentially just keep popping up. Yeah, evidently Jonesy. I mean, talking to Chuck and talking to other people on his team this year, you know, one of their mottos is like "pedal to their neck." Mm. And if if Jonesy really just wants to go in there and say, because how long has he been a captain for? Mm. Ever, forever. And um, there, yeah, you just get frustrated. You're like, fuck, fuck, <laughs> fuck the fun part of it. I just gotta fucking win this goddamn it's championship. Fun. And if Jonesy can like convey that to his team and his team is on board, which it seems like they are, I mean, they can, they can do something. But yeah. again, they have a bottom end that can be susceptible. Yeah, if they so, uh, but so, so hopefully we, they all show up. That, I mean, hopefully from yeah, the competition standpoint, they all. Hopefully show up. the bottom end is the whole team is there and not just the top end. And then when they win it. They can rub it in our faces, and they can say our home team, our whole team did show up, and still. we still fucking wiped the floor with you guys. So yeah. uh, there you go. All right. So my prediction is Game of Thrones. Oh, the Game of Thrones wins it. Do you have a Do you have a different prediction? I say, if we win against you guys, the second game, if Big Sick Energy beats Low Strankers, I think we can beat TOT. I'm kind of hopeful. About then you it. think you can beat Game of Thrones? Yeah, last last time they beat us with uh, a few runs, maybe five. That's not a few, but to me that's a few. If it's that would be a good. And Bergen wasn't there. Like uh, they, their balls just flew past. Uh, is it the shortstop? Yeah, yeah. So that would be a good game. They both have one game prior to that. Yeah. I, I don't think it's impossible. But make a prediction. What team are you predicting to come away with the championship on Saturday? 
Do it. Do it. That's fine. <laughs> Big stick energy. Nice. That's not just because it's my team. I, yeah. I, uh, I don't want it, but GOT. I'm probably GOT. Yeah. Sad, sad but true. Mm. Uh, and also, again, I really think low strinkers can do it. All right. I yeah, think that's that's that's, we need, that's what I found surprising about the league. Like wonders can happen. We just like, need surprising things. I think if Ruben can be the same Ruben that played in last year's championship, then we yeah. can win. Did you know that I led uh, Los Drinkers in home runs this year? I didn't know that. I had five. Ruben had four. And in, when the season started, I told Ruben, I said, "I'm gonna, go, I'm going for most home runs." And he said, "If you win it, if you if you beat me in home runs, we're in trouble." I think that's true, but Ruben thinks he's ironed it out. So we need Ruben to well, show up. Well, Ruben just had a weekend away with the army, just probably whacking, whacking honing, balls, honing, honing, <laughs> getting that ball over that fence. And I think if he can hit it over the fence. And we just hit people hit singles who need to hit singles and don't try to we don't get in our own way. Yeah. We stand a chance. Okay. Um, I think we've said all that we can say about all this um, and more. So <laughs> before I let you guys go, uh, Foster. Yeah. Is there anything that you'd like to plug? Anything you'd like to advertise to the people of the DSL now that you have the platform? Or where can we find you on social media? Um, I don't do social media or anything. Uh, I do Facebook, though. Uh, okay. Uh, being the old person that I am. So I think uh, Facebook is Fossa T. If you just type that, I, I'll probably be the only one. And um, yeah, that's it. Probably nothing else. Okay. Stollery? Yeah. Uh, if you like playing in the league, you're coming back next season. How about considering doing some scoring? We always need scorekeepers. Yes, very good. I offered my services, which you denied. I know. I understand why you didn't. Shadow, shadow somebody. Shadow somebody and learn it. And and yeah. Yeah. it's once you've started seeing the game and seeing what's yeah. happening, it's easier to score. I've been shadow, shadowing. Who, who is it? Uh, Tim and. Uh, Tim, Dan, is, Tim is probably I've, the best. I've seen them scoring and all of that, but it's still very confusing. Like, yeah, because they, I, you should follow me because I use the, <laughs> I don't write all the codes in, no. yeah. so I keep it relatively simple. Yeah, me. you can you can make it difficult if you want, but many people before you, Foster, have come from backgrounds not softball related and figured it out and have done a great job. So right. stick stick with it, and and you'll be a big asset to the league. Okay, thank you both for, for being on the podcast this week. I look forward to seeing you guys out on the field. For Christopher Hebbs, for Foster Chikura, for Quinn Stollery, I'm Dustin Waters saying bark, bark, bark. Ow! Ow! <laughs>